This episode is sponsored by our friends at Fujifilm North America. Their X-Series digital cameras and lenses may just give you that creative edge you're looking for in your portraits and events. You'll find everything from 40 megapixel image quality to 40 frames per second bursts, plus unique in-camera film simulation modes and effortless usability. Click the link in the episode description to find the full range. There has never been a better time to invest in your passion, so make sure to click the link. Hey there, it's Nikki Klosser, and I want to let you know about an awesome free giveaway for people on our email list. If you haven't already, click the link in our podcast description or go to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up to get on the list. If you sign up, you'll get a free posing 101 PDF to jumpstart things. It's an epic PDF, so you'll definitely want to get this. Also, just by being in our email community, you'll get deals, sales, and information about any of our upcoming events and activities. So head over to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up and sign up today. You're listening to the Portrait System Podcast. I did it very deliberately with the idea that I wanted to put a lot of my time into this. This wasn't like me being like, oh, this could be some great passive income while I continue to, you know, work on the wedding grind. I was really looking for something else to kind of like pour myself into. So it it is, it's a ton of work and a, a big investment. Welcome to the Portrait System Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Klosser, and this show is here to help you succeed in the world of photography and business, to help you learn to become financially free doing what you love and so much more. With over 1 million downloads, countless photographers have taken what they've learned from both our episodes and from theportraitsystem.com, and they have grown their businesses, quit their day jobs, and are designing a life of their dreams. We keep it real and share stories about the ups and downs that come with running a photography business. You'll hear real life stories of how other photographers run their business and you'll learn actionable steps that you can take to reach your own goals. Thank you so much for being here and let's get started. Hey guys, now is your chance to check out all of the incredible photography education we have available for you at theportraitsystem.com. For only $7, you will get access to over 1,000 videos, including pricing, posing, marketing, lighting, sales, inspiring photo shoots, self-value, and more. Yes, you'll get your first month for only $7 when you become a pro member, and you'll get access to the full download library with posing guides and workbooks and so much more. Also, this includes a pricing calculator, a studio startup timeline, our weekly live broadcasts, including Sue Bryce's live talks, access to our private members-only Facebook groups, special discounts on photography products, and so much more. Head over to theportraitsystem.com and enter the code PODCAST7 to get your first month for only $7. That's theportraitsystem.com and enter the code PODCAST7. My guest today on the Portrait System Podcast is Abby Rosenbaum with Abby Rose Photo and with Studio Studio in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Abby has been a photographer for many years, and she decided to expand her business with a full-service photo studio and event space. Abby shares with us what it's like to have a studio that's a full-blown rental space. She talks about the hard parts, the fun parts, and overall what it's like to have added this to her business. I personally shoot in Studio Studio, and I love it there, so this was an extra fun interview for me. Okay, let's get started with Abby Rose and Studio Studio. Hi, Abby. Welcome to the Portrait System. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm excited. So for people who don't know you, you are Abby Rose Photography, right? That's me. So I just wanted to let people know that I know you initially 
uh, you came in with your mom and your daughter for photos. I did, yes. And we had such a good time. I really loved it. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was, an, it was one of my favorite mother and daughter shoots. I really, really Aww, loved it. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so then fast forward, and you know, you've been a photographer forever. Forever. <laughs> and now, I mean, you're just a successful photographer on your own, you know, just for your career. But then also you opened a studio yes. years ago and now I rent your studio for my photo shoots. Yes. You and lots of other amazing creatives in the area. Yeah. So that's kind of how our kind of re- business relationship progressed. <laughs> so pretty mm-hmm. awesome. But let's start, let's start from the beginning. Cause I, I know people are going to be really excited to hear about how you run this full service kind of Rent, studio rental. Yeah. But I want to also hear kind of how you got to that point. So maybe start at the beginning of when you became a photographer. Oh, gosh. I mean, I shot my first wedding nearly 20 years ago. Oh, wow. Right out of yeah. college. Yeah. yeah. It's it's crazy to think about it. But, you know, when I was in college, I was working at the the student paper and I was kind of interested in pursuing like a photojournalistic track and traveling the world and all of that stuff. And then after I graduated, I was a little bit aimless and I was like working in bars. And I had a friend who was shooting weddings for sort of a big box studio in the area. And she suggested that I come along with her and that I might enjoy it. And so I did. And as cliche as it sounds, it's kind of like the rest was history. So that was, I think, 2003 or 2004 when I shot my first wedding. And I did spend a few years just really kind of working for other people and learning everything I could. And then when it was clear that this really was going to be a a career track for me, I opened my own studio and just sort of took off from there. Okay. So when you opened your own studio, you mean like you just moved away from working My own for business. other people. Like it wasn't a physical studio, right? At that, it was, at that point. Oh, it I've, was. Okay. I've always had my own physical studio. Oh, okay. So it's, you know, it's just been really good for me uh, to have that sort of work-life separation. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, when I worked from home, I was just like in my pajamas all day. And like, <laughs> I just, I do better when I have, you know, a place to go to and to get dressed and to interact with people. So I've almost always rented a space in Ann Arbor. Okay. That makes sense. I'm in my pajamas yeah. right now. I know exactly what you, you mean. <laughs> There's something about getting up and just kind of getting ready, whatever ready means. Totally. You. Well, and you know what's funny is I do work from home now. For Even though I have Studio Studio, it's always rented, right? So mm-hmm. for, for like the first time in my career, I actually am working from home. And for whatever reason now, I really love it. But for a long time, I didn't. And it would just be isolating and whatever. But for, for this stage of my life, I'm actually quite enjoying it. Oh, that's nice. That worked out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> studio Studio. Well, and we'll we'll talk all about Studio Studio yeah. in a little bit, but it's often booked. I'm always like staring we at the really calendar booked. like, how yeah. am I going to get I know. It's in? crazy. I actually just had to put memberships on hold because I was like, I need to make sure we can like accommodate all these people. So. Yeah. Yeah. Which is yeah. awesome. I mean, awesome for business. It is. We're hoping to open a second location soon. Um, oh, we're, we're looking. Yeah. Cause I was thinking like I had two new clients to book in and I actually texted you. I'm like, Abby, it says, it says it was oh, right, Cause people. we're doing the floors. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> it's hard to find, it's hard to find 
times now, which is, I mean, it's fantastic. Yeah. Well, hopefully we'll have more, more going on soon. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. well, that's good to know. I'm glad to hear yeah. that because I personally love not having to manage my own studio anymore. Right. Like, yeah. I had a studio starting in 2000, beginning of 2013. And then I had two. One in Seattle and one in Michigan, and right. I had yeah. both of them. Yeah, I came to your to your place, and it was Plymouth, wasn't it? Yep, in Plymouth, and I mm-hmm. had both of those studios in two states for like seven years, and then I yeah. I had I had the Seattle one for almost ten years, but I just got to the point where I was kind of done managing it because you know a mm-hmm. lot to it. It's oh yeah, the overhead is no joke. Yeah. Um, and when you're just on your own, you know, like I said, for years, I rented my own space and, you know, I could never really afford anything that great mm-hmm. um, just because retail rents are crazy. So studio, studio now, it's like this dream space uh-huh. that I think would be really difficult for your typical photographer to um, to be able to swing that overhead. Totally, totally. And it's funny you say that because I was the same. I mean, if you look at my Plymouth studio, it was... I mean, it was nothing. Yeah, it was just a little, mm-hmm. I mean, that's all you need, really. But to have like a huge space with 15-foot high ceilings and, you know, a roll-up garage door, it's like, it's just kind of next level. And a full kitchen, and it's just designed yeah. beautiful. Yeah. the the I've, I've had larger spaces in the past, but I was paying two grand a month for it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I just was thinking like, yeah, I love this space, but this is kind of crazy. And then I downed I was paying two grand a month for my tiny little shitty space. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really? like oh, Ann Arbor is Arbor, insane. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I was always also share. I always shared with a makeup artist when I was in Seattle. Ah, uh, smart. Yeah. Yeah. But like I, we ended up downsizing my makeup artist and I into a space that we found, believe it or not, in Seattle for 500 bucks a month. It was 300. Wow. It had orange carpet and orange walls when we moved in. <laughs> we remodeled it and then, and paid that 500 bucks a month. And that was that's a awesome. workhorse. And I, yeah, I mean, that's a unicorn. Mm-hmm. Like it's very, very challenging to find oh, totally. good places. At and that's what I really love about, about doing kind of the studio share with you is that I don't really have to think other than just trying to find space on there that works for me. And when my makeup artist is available and for the client, really, that's been the only challenge of not, you know, having my own space is just not being in control of the time. But other than that, it has been amazing. Awesome. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. Like, I don't have to think about all of it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, okay. So let's, let's back up then. So you had your yes. own, just your own studios in, you said like 2008-ish? Is that what you're... When I think back, I believe 2007 was my first year, like balls out full-time working only okay. for myself. Yep. Yeah. And what do you shoot or what did you shoot mostly of then? And is it the same now? It really has always been weddings um, and bar mitzvahs. So events, I will say, tend to be, you know, I do a little bit of everything. A lot of my event clients turn into portrait clients. A lot of my bar bat mitzvah kids come back for their senior portraits. But events really have always been kind of like the lifeblood of my business. And I think that's that photojournalist in me still. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Just kind of, yeah. Because it's, it's, it's portraits aren't always, well, portrait, my portraits never have anything to do with spur of the moment photojournalism. Right. It's a totally different genre and you're, you're amazing at it, but it's just, um, that's just never been really like my jam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So moving forward, you're like, 
continuing to do it. You're really yeah. successful at yeah. it. You're very well known in the photography industry, like in the wedding industry, especially yeah. all of Ann Arbor and especially with Studio Studio now. I mean, yeah, you just, you have a really great thing going, but okay. So before Studio Studio, what, what made you kind of decide, okay, it's time to open this dream space? Yeah. You know, a, a lot of factors went into it. And I think if I'm being honest, that burnout was the biggest one. Um, I went, you know, 15 years straight shooting nearly 40 events a year, like 40 big events. And I had two babies in that time too. So I think I was going at a pace that proved to be unsustainable for me. You know, I, I my daughter started kindergarten and I just kind of hit me mm-hmm. that I was going to miss so much if I'm gone every single weekend. So totally. Yeah. You know, that was one of the main, main things about weddings for me too yeah. was when I had my I had Van my first son I was like I'm not oh, right. I missing. forget that you had like a moment with weddings yeah I did I did them for six years oh, wow. yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah I always did portraits as well mm-hmm. but for me the mental block there was I won't be able to make as much money with portraits therefore I have to do right. weddings which I found not to be totally. true at all mm-hmm. but at the time when I was still kind of finding my own like self-worth around all of this mm-hmm. it was a really nice way to you know make yeah. make the money yeah. I just never I never like I, I liked it but the pressure of it and just I don't know the working on the fly like that yeah. all the time yeah. and feeling like I got hit by a truck at the yep. end of the day that was really hard <laughs> no, weddings are you know, they're just like a particular beast and they're not for everyone. And I, I do think sometimes that there's like a life cycle to shooting weddings. And sometimes I think maybe I am kind of nearing like the end of that life cycle. But I have such a better balance now where, you know, this year I think I'm only doing 15 weddings, which is is like a revelation. You know, if you had told me five years ago that I would only be shooting 15 weddings, well, I would probably panic, you know, but (laughs) the difference now is that it's by choice and I'm saying no to people and really prioritizing that balance and just also having, you know, the headspace to to put into studio studio and to other things. Yeah. And I I love that there can be so much natural progression to other things in this business. So There are so many other opportunities. Like people can go into education, you know, people can go into like what you're doing with, you know, having this amazing event space for not only photographers, but other creatives. Yeah, You know, there's just, there's so many different opportunities that can kind of come along with it. So yeah, it's really cool. And I still love shooting weddings, but I just, I love it so much more when I'm not doing it every single weekend. Mm -hmm. You well, know, year round, literally, because with the Barbat Mitzvahs too, I, you know, the year that I had Mabel, I think I went every single weekend from April to the end of November shooting, you know, like a huge event every single weekend. And then I had my daughter. <laughs> and then eight weeks later, I went right back. And it, you know, you get used to like earning a certain level of income. And it's just kind of hard to say no when you're so in demand. Totally. Um, that saying no thing is. Yeah, I'm still working on it, but Mm -hmm. I'm learning and I'm just, I'm so much happier overall. Yeah. Well, and having two little kids, and even Mm -hmm. if you don't have kids, it can be tough working weekends because you miss out on a lot of great things happening. But Uh especially when you do have little kids, like Van wrestles now and Sundays are wrestling. Like, yeah. I can't imagine if I had to miss all of that yeah. in order to pay the bills. Yep. That would stress me the fuck out. Like yep. I just couldn't, you know, so. Yeah. 
All right. So you decided you were, you know, feeling the, the need to cut back a little bit. And then. Yeah. And also, I was just kind of itchy for something new, you know, 20, 20 years mm-hmm. uh, shooting weddings. I, I don't want to say I got bored because, you know, it's, it's an amazing industry and I'm weddings have been great to me. And like I said, I still enjoy them. I still shoot them. But, you know, I was just sort of ready to do something else. And it just felt like such a natural progression because it's it's sort of building on all of my experience and all of my relationships. You know, it's not like a complete departure into something totally new, but it is something new. Mm-hmm. And I've talked about this a little bit before because I started another business recently too. And it's Everything that we learn in the current business, like in if you're out there and you're building your first photography business, you are going to learn so much. And if you ever get to the point where you want to expand or start a whole different business or whatever, you have so many skills yeah. that you can just cross over. You know how, what to do. You know how to market. You know how to sell. You know mm-hmm. how to do every email list, like all the things, social media. You've been yeah. there done that. Yeah, it's funny because like I don't know that I've ever like had a resume as an as an adult, right? Because this mm-hmm. is really the only career I've ever had. But I think just about all of my qualifications and experience, and I don't know, maybe I should put together a resume someday. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let me just say this really quick, and then you can kind of give us the overview of of how it all started and everything. But with Studio mm-hmm. Studio, your brand is really cool. It's beautiful, like the studio is set up beautifully. And I feel like your photography business in all of these years, you were able to develop something that was really amazing. And I feel like if you were just starting from scratch, it seems like it would have been a lot tougher to nail down what you have nailed down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want to say it was easy, but it's like, you know, I I already know how to make a brand and how to do an Instagram and a newsletter, you know, like, so I had all of that kind of in my toolbox. So it felt like a pretty natural outgrowth. Yeah, that's exactly what I was getting at. It's like, it just makes it so much easier. Even when people move to another state as a Mm -hmm. photographer and they need to start again, they're like, what do I do? And I'm like, you do the exact same thing you just did and you know how, but this time it's going to be a million times easier (laughs) because you know what to do. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So take us through then, you know, you decided I'm going to, I'm going to build out a studio. Take us through that. Oh gosh. Um, well, so I do have a partner in this business. I don't know if you knew that or not. Um, uh, so my partner is an architect. So she, she's like the perfect partner. Um, because she, she's not actually a real estate broker, but like she might as well be. She just, she just kind of knows about spaces and what's going to be available and, and everything. So, we kind of had a line that that space where we are was opening up just because she had been involved in the renovation at the cafe next door. So, you know, it happened really quick and it was just like, I had been thinking about it and talking about it for so long. And it was like, Hey, I think this space would be perfect. And I was like, yeah, actually this space would be perfect. So it happened pretty quick. And well, but this was also spring of 2020, so it <laughs> there were a lot of twists and turns right. to get to where right. we are now. Um, that's another conversation. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just a matter of finding the space, getting the space, doing the build out, and and it was a big, scary undertaking. You know, I'd never done anything on this scale before, where it was like real money. You know. So that was kind of pushing myself out of my comfort zone for sure. What do you mean by like real money? 
Oh gosh. I mean, the overhead of it all. Yeah. Well, Uh we did a huge six figure build out, you know, I'd never done anything like that professionally before. So it it was real scary. Well, and that's, I kind of wanted you to touch on that a little bit because I didn't want people to get the idea that, you know, it, well, okay. I should say if you buy a turnkey building, that's sure. a different, but you know, it's not oh, yeah, like this overnight. Not like, no, I mean, yeah. this was a ton of money, a ton of planet, you know, it's like, I wouldn't discourage any photographer who loves this idea to do it, but I, I did it very deliberately with the idea that I wanted to put a lot of my time into this. This wasn't like me being like, oh, this could be some great passive income while Mm -hmm. I continue to, you know, work on the wedding grind. I was really looking for something else to kind of like pour myself into. So it it is, it's a ton of work and a a big investment. And did you guys end up buying that building? Eh, Sort of. It's, it's complicated because it's parceled with, with a whole bunch of other buildings. We would have loved to just buy it outright, but it's like a whole block. So we, we have some equity, but uh, no, we weren't, we weren't able to buy it. And honestly, in retrospect now, I'm glad because I have a bigger picture of the property and some of the issues and it's like, Ah, that's not my problem. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) There you go. I do own commercial real estate like that's, and I know, you, you know, you dabble in that too. So that's like a whole other thing. And I'm open to, like I said, we want to do a second location. And if I could find the right space, I would definitely buy. I don't think I would do another build out on this scale if I wasn't buying. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Especially because, you know, actually every studio that I've ever, no, I take that back. There was one that I didn't, but that I've rented out. I've done like new floors, painted, yeah. all these things. And it, the landlord's not paying for that. Like, right. I'm paying well, for that. This space was a laundromat. So it wasn't even oh, just like, yeah, like we gutted it. We had to do remediation. It was like a insane <laughs> remodel process. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like we bought the space and painted and painted put some floor down. It was like quite, yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is, that's huge. Yeah. All right. So, and then COVID happened. Yes. You were doing all of this in the midst of it and then couldn't even open. Yeah. Yeah. We were literally like doing our build out when it all got shut down because it was non-essential, right? It's it's crazy to even think back on that era because it was so stressful and traumatic. I think I've just kind of like blocked some of it Mm -hmm. out to be honest. I believe it. There was a lot going on in my personal life too. My mom had just died and then my dad got sick. Uh, so like literally I was hospicing my dad. And he was in another state. Yes. So it was, it was really like a very, very traumatic time period. Like while I'm opening this new business with basically my hands tied behind my back because we're in a pandemic. So that was fucking crazy, but you know, everything was crazy at that point. So it was kind of like, you almost just had to laugh. And in a weird way, it was a great soft launch because we wound up being quite popular as a space for small events, like little Mm -hmm. micro weddings, because that was really all you could do for a time. Um, Good point. Yeah. And we had that garage door for air circulation. So it was, you know, we did okay, but we definitely were not able to kind of like fully realize what our vision for the space had been. And I think I'm still sort of struggling to get back there just after so many false starts. It's like, okay, I think now things are normal, right? <laughs> right, right, right. So who who do you think is your main, like who, who rents your space the most, I guess? Um, like types of people, 
photographers or, you know. Yeah, photographers are definitely kind of like our our backbone. You know, people like you, people doing branding sessions, portrait sessions. But it's it's really all over the place. We have, you know, like I said, four of our members right now are people teaching yoga. Mm-hmm. We have these YouTubers who joined because they do these live streams that they need just like a cool space for. Yeah. I filmed my personal branding course there. Right, right. Yeah. So, you know, random video stuff. Um, and then the event side also is getting more and more robust. We've done everything from like bar mitzvahs to memorial services, um, wow. tiny little weddings, mm-hmm. dinner party pop-ups. Yeah. Now, now tell me about the logistics of all of this. Like if someone if someone decided like I'm going to do this in my area, I want to open mm-hmm. a studio, you know, kind of talk through how how it all logistically works. Um, well, you got to find a space first, right? Which is easier said than done. Um, <laughs> like I said, we're actually looking for a second space right now, just because I think the demand is there, but it it's is. Just, yeah, it's it's slim pickings. Um, so I would say first you got to find a space. It was a lot of kind of trial and error looking for a back-end booking system that was going to be a good fit. Um, You know, even things like figuring out an entry system for people, Um, you know, security, things like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you have an alarm. Like, yeah, yeah, all that stuff you kind of need to when when you're opening a space like this where you just have so many people kind of coming and going. There's a lot that you need to think about. Yeah, it's like every time I'll, I'll kind of take people through my, you know, how it works when I book. So I book, I go into the calendar and, you know, it's like book the studio and you can choose mm-hmm. weekend, weekday events or studio. Mm-hmm. You pick how many hours and then you click on the date that you want and you kind of have to see what's open. Yeah. And then from there, I choose, you know, I either, either I have hours that I've paid in advance or if I don't, I just pay out of pocket for those hours. And then from there, I get, like a chain of things. Like one, congratulations, yes. you're you're booked. Here's your receipt for payment. And then two days before your studio's time is coming up with like all the instructions. Mm-hmm. And then like people get a specific code for that yeah. day. It gives all the like there's a real there's really a lot of communication. Like after I'm done, yeah. I get a survey. You know, how was it? Like was well, that that's all automated. So that was a lot to to sort of figure out and set up, but mm-hmm. now it's it's just on autopilot, which is nice. Yeah. 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 But it's all very thoughtfully done, which is nice. Yeah. Well, but as far as <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But the things that aren't automated. So for example, if something happens, if someone you know, can't get in or the toilet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like anything could happen. Someone's got to be able to like show up at the studio. Like talk a little bit about that. Um, so yeah, it, it is, you have to essentially be on call and we've, um, right now we have no employees. It's really just my husband and I, because frankly, we'd rather pay ourselves at this Mm -hmm. stage than pay someone else. Um, and we are, you know, we both draw a salary from the space. But yeah, you know, we're we're essentially on call. So we get random calls, you know, you're dealing with with the public and that's a, that means um, lots of different things. You know, I'm trying to think of like some of the random stuff that's happened. You know, people are also kind of hard on the space, like things get broken. Yeah, I was going to ask it. about that. Yeah, but that's just kind of like par for the course. You know, mm-hmm. we, we kind of knew that stuff like that would happen. 
Yeah. There's one of my my old makeup artists when I when I lived in Seattle, she's such a great person and she opened the most beautiful space for makeup, you know, makeup artists and also you could do photo shoots there and everything and she had posted recently a video just kind of going through the the space where the person who had rented it the night before left it was just like it's yeah. just so terrible, you know? Yeah. It's like come on people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Tom, my my wonderful husband, he's essentially like our janitorial. He goes in there every day and cleans and mops and he kind of likes it. It's like his his zen time, you know, yeah. he says it's like it keeps him fit. Um, his arms are all buff now from the mopping. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, I mean, sure, could we could we outsource that? Yes. And eventually we probably will. But at this stage we would just rather pay ourselves. I mean, and we are paying ourselves. That's the key. You have to like pay yourself. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's talk a little bit about that. Do you, has it replaced your wedding income? Because you said you're like, no. or your event income? No, no okay. it has not. And I doubt it will. I mean, I, even shooting only 15 weddings a year, I, I will easily net six figures. So, you know, I, I take a salary from studio and Tom also does. And it's, it, but it's, it's not going to overcome and you know who knows and if we scale it and go really big maybe but yeah 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 do you but obviously you think it's worth it if you're going to do another yeah like another space like yeah I mean it's not it's not insignificant you know um I, I don't know if you want me to like throw numbers out well, there it's, but it's up to you I don't know how personal you want to get with finances or whatever it's totally up yeah. to you yeah um, but yeah, it's a it's a, a enough of a salary that it's like not nothing. And then we we actually have some profit left too. Um, and like I said, I have a partner, so we're still kind of figuring out what we're gonna do with with profit every year because um, we're kind of like considering scaling and more locations, things like that. I mean, it sounds like you you have a business plan. You're not just willy nilly. Like if you're paying salary yeah. and yeah, putting away certain percentage of profit and that sort of thing, like. It, mm -hmm. That seems like an important part of it is having a business plan around it. Totally. Yeah. I mean, and I, I will say this is a con, I mean, this was by no means my proprietary concept, you know, but when, when we opened Studio Studio, there, I don't believe was anything else in this area, at least nothing on my radar. Um, Not that I knew of. There were, yeah, there were like working spaces. Like there was that co-working co space in Ann Arbor. There was Pastel in Plymouth. The Plymouth one did not last, but you couldn't yeah. look at shoots. It was just co-working, but I didn't know mm -hmm. of any studio. Yeah, there really wasn't any. Um, I had seen, you know, I'd come across stuff like this just on Instagram in other parts of the country. And, and that was kind of like how the seed generated for me, where I was like, this is so cool. I wish there was something here like this. Um, and there wasn't. So <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm going to make it. Um, but there are now a ton of other spaces like this. So it's it's something that is kind of like exploding very quickly. And I do wonder like about the longevity of some of these places like are, you know, do these people really have a business plan or they, or, or are they thinking, oh, passive income, I'm just going to do this and sit back and let people rent it. And it's, you mm -hmm. know, it's not that easy. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. Evie, take us through, I know you have memberships and like I have in the past bought like a 10 pack of hours mm -hmm. and, you know, or been a member, like I've bounced all over the place. So yeah. What are what are the options I guess for people? Um so currently we have three different memberships and you know and I'm always like brainstorming and thinking what do people want? What like so I am always open to suggestions from people but we currently have three different membership options. One of them I just introduced. It's 
only $99 a month, and that gives you two member hours. And it's actually a really great value because you can book. um, So we have weekday rates and weekend rates, but our member hours, you can book either or. So they're just like a really good value. So basically, we have the three, the $99 a month, the $250 a month, and the $400 a month. And right now we're we're pretty much at capacity. I did just have one of our one of our pro members is leaving. She um she's getting her own studio. So I'm super excited for her, but I'm also kind of like, okay, let's like let's see how how that goes, you know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, and I know you said like you when you get to a ca- certain capacity, like how does that work? What if the members are like, dang, I can't find any time to use my hours? Like, have you ever run into that issue? Not yet, but it was getting close. Like, it, you know, we we just had this burst of new members and that was when I, like, I disabled it. I was basically like, I need to make sure that all of our members are able to to get in. So, so we haven't actually hit that yet, but I, you know, that was because I was preemptively like, I don't want to hit that. So, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Do you think your next space will still be in Ann Arbor? Probably. I, you know, I, we could like do, part of it is like, I live here and I don't, Mm -hmm. you know, I I don't know that I'm ready to like, you know, if we were to ever like really scale it and have a ton of locations, then, then yeah, sure. I could open anywhere and just, you know, hire, hire a studio host or whatever to handle it. But I think, for where we are now and how involved we are, like day in and day out, um, I don't think I would want to go too far. I would go to Ipsy if I found the right space. Oh, yeah. yeah, I have a great um, commercial agent in Ipsy. Born, he's born. Oh in yeah. Maine. If you ever need anyone, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I know you have a really great Instagram page, and you feature different shoots that people do in the space. You mm-hmm. show the events. Like you guys are really great at your your Instagram and I your social nice media. Here because I feel like I could be way better. Like I don't do reels. I know I should. I know oh, the algorithm God. wants I just, to do, but I just like really don't want to. <laughs> I totally feel you on that. <laughs> yeah. That's so that's cool. another thing I could outsource, you know, like I, I could hire a social media person or whatever. And maybe I will one day. Who knows? Right now we're just sort of at that stage where we're keeping it pretty in-house. Yeah, but but yeah, yeah, I mean, that you think it looks good. <laughs> yeah, I think it looks great. It's awesome. And I love that you share local photographers, like, or, you know, you share yeah. the work because someone came to me and said that they found me because of Studio Studio. Oh, I love, um, you know, I hear that a I lot. I and do that, I think, that yeah. one day. That's one of the coolest things about running the space is I feel like I'm this like connector, you know, mm-hmm. like so many collaborations have come together, just people meeting in the space or, you know, finding each other's work in the space. And it's it's brought so much creativity. And that's really one of the things I've enjoyed most about running the space, you know, um, is just all the creatives that I've met. As, having been a photographer in this market for so long, I really thought I knew everybody, but like, oh my God, I, I did not. There are so many people in the area. So it's really just opened up a whole a whole new world of talent. Yeah, it's really great. And being a connector, it, it's so cool. It's like you just get to meet so many it amazing is. people. It is, it's a lot and, of fun. And mm-hmm. it's, I, I've just, it's been really like kind of a delightful surprise how much I've enjoyed that aspect of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, if yeah. you need something too, it's nice because- you know, you have a whole ton ton of people with different mm-hmm. skills who you can who you can pull from. Like it's yeah, yeah it's really awesome. Yeah. I love it. Like I had my workshop, my recent workshop at your studio, and it was so great. And the students loved it and it was perfect. 
It's just, awesome. it's just, yeah, it's just a really amazing space. Well, I'm excited for you, and I'm so glad that this space is there. It's just taken a lot of pressure off of, um, off of me, <laughs> off of me having yeah, to have my own it. space. You know, like yeah, we were remodeling our house. I like didn't. My studio was in Plymouth, and it was you know, an hour drive from our new house. And I was just kind of freaking out. And at first I thought it might just be a temporary thing where I just, you know, bought hours and used them Mm -hmm. as, you know, and just kept doing it that way. But it's just been really great. It's been really great for me. And I know other photographers feel the same. And every time I meet a new makeup artist or hairstylist who knows about studio, they're like, oh yeah, I love it. Like if I'm going to book someone to work there, they're like, I love studio studio. So it's, It's gotten well, some that's re- great to hear. We, we really tried to kind of think of everything to make it a space that was just like a dream for creatives to work in. I basically just designed my dream studio, but, you know, with the idea that it was everybody's dream studio. So, yeah, that's awesome. Very cool. Well, sweet. I'm excited to, um, to hear what's next, you know, and, and yeah. see where it goes for you. So awesome. Very cool. Well, thanks for having me on the chat. Yeah, I actually have a couple questions that I always ask at the end of each um, at the end of each episode. And okay. the first one, like normally, I would say, what's one thing you couldn't live without when you're doing a photo shoot? So you could answer that too. But also, like, if you're going to rent out your studio, what's one thing you can't live without? <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> um, an emergency fund. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> a yeah. whole lot of patience. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Yeah. Patience. That makes sense. Cause it's yeah. almost like Airbnb, you know, it, where you're just, is. I mean, you're just dealing with uh, like just this past weekend we had, you, you know, just as an example, someone like we were booked solid, uh, you know, back to back to back. We have little buffers to kind of accommodate a quick clean or a tour or whatever, but someone just like showed up 45 minutes early and walked in on someone else's boudoir session. Oh no. Um, you know, so just like having to kind of deal with with stuff like that or you know, a member whose card declines all the time and so I have to like right. chase down every, you know, so it's like there's stuff like that that is annoying but also my 20 years as a business owner dealing in customer service, I, you know, I kind of have the skills needed to navigate it. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. And number two is how do you spend your time when you're not working? Hanging with my family, hanging with my kids. This is just such a a great era, like of family life with two young kids. So I have a lot of fun with them. Yeah, I I love all things self care. You know, working out, getting facials, manicures, all that good stuff. Sweet, that sounds good. I really <laughs> want to go get a facial. Do it. All right. Next question is: uh, What is your favorite inspirational quote? Essentially, what photography is is life lit up. I love that quote. Oh, nice. That is a good one. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Last question. What would you tell people who are just starting out, whether it's in photography or renting a space or whatever? Oh, man. Think about the future. Save money. Invest money. Diversify your income. You know, life changes and it changes fast. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think back on my early years in business and I look at some of the young photographers today who I meet like through the studio, maybe, you know, they're 25, they don't have kids, they're shooting weddings like I used to shoot, you know, every weekend, making good money, just thinking, you know, that, they, that they've that they made it. But, you know, 
20 years later, a bunch of kids in the mix. Like, you just, you, <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember my, my first year shooting weddings, I hit six figures and, you know, I was like, oh my God, I'm set for life. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I had like 30 grand in the bank at the end of that season. And I, I bought my first house. Um, and it, you know, it's just your metrics for what true, for what success and like for, for what freedom really looks like it, it changes and it changes so fast. So just kind of don't lose sight of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's great advice. Gosh, I'm still always trying to think about the future too. And right. All of that is always at the forefront. You know, it's like trying to stay in the present, but also like, okay, I'd also need to consider what's going to happen in 10 years. (laughs) Right. I mean, I think I just hit that point where I was like, I, I'm very successful. I'm shooting a ton of weddings, but I don't think I can see myself doing this for another 20 years. Yeah. Um, So what is the rest of my life going to look like then? Yep. Yep. Yeah. All right. Where can people find you online if they're looking for you? Um, my photo biz is Abby Rose photo, uh, across all the socials. And then studio studio is studio studio a two. Awesome. Very cool. Sweet. Yeah. I'll be, uh, booking in a couple more shoots here later today. Once I can okay. figure out. Date, so. <laughs> well, you should rejoin then Nikki. You say I know. I don't know why I haven't. I really <laughs> need funny. to. People, people are like scared of memberships and I'll reach out sometimes to our regulars and be like, so you spent this much money <laughs> last month. Like you, you know, I know my work, like doing yeah. my work. I was just so overwhelmed the last couple couple months. No, I get it. It's like, I, and I'm the same way. It's like I don't like recurring billing. I don't, you know, and that's that's fine. But you, you know, members do save a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. I'll look into All it. All right. right here. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Portrait System Podcast. Your five-star reviews really help us to continue what we do. So if you like listening, would you mind giving us a review wherever you listen? I also encourage you to head over to SueBriceEducation.com where you can find all of the education you need to be a successful photographer. There are over 1,000 on-demand educational videos on things like posing, lighting, styling, retouching, shooting, marketing, sales, business, and self-value. There's also the 90-day startup challenge, plus so many downloads showing hundreds of different poses. We have to-do checklists for your business, lighting PDFs. I mean, truly everything to help make you a better photographer and to make you more money. Once again, that's SueBriceEducation.com. It's time for me to tell you about this episode's sponsor, Fujifilm North America. If you haven't experienced portraits and wedding scenes created on the large format GFX system digital camera sensor, you are missing out. Along with up to 102 megapixel resolution, you'll find rich colors and gorgeous in-camera looks. There's also AI-driven subject detection and eight frames per second bursts inside the compact GFX 100 digital camera. Hit the link in this episode's description to view the products. It's time to dream big in your creative process.